What's up, guys? It's your man, Donovan Sharp, and welcome to episode three of season one of One-on-One with Donovan Sharp. Um, I, I was supposed to be joined by two people today. We are joined by two people. One of them isn't Steve, but he is on the way. Had a little bit of a mix-up with the rental car place and everything, and then, of course, he was supposed to be here yesterday. Didn't get here till today, so the hotel and all that. So we got all that figured out. He is on the way. He should be here within the next 15 to 20 minutes, but for now... I am joined by Mr. Lucario. Lucario, listen, it's good to it's good to finally meet you in person. How you doing? I'm chilling, man. Yo, I'm excited being here, man. This studio is crazy. Crazy, right? You feel what I'm saying? I, I'm like, yo, Donovan is the only one doing this, man. <laughs> this is dope, man. I'm, I'm I'm glad to be here, though. Well, you know the the thing is, man, is and I said this I said this before. Right. What I want to do is I want to show people specifically that black men can do this stuff. Right. All of the best, all of the number one podcasts are done, are usually done by non-black men. Right. And it's my intention to say, hey, look, you know what? We can have guests. We can do one-on-one in, like, in-person interviews and things of that nature. Right. Um, so, so, so at any rate, um, so I actually had you originally flying in, right? Right. And you shot me a text message, I don't know, maybe three days ago. Right. You're like, hey, by the way, it's probably a lot quicker for me to drive. Right. Than to fly because you're like 90 minutes away from the studio. Right. Yeah. Because I live in Brooklyn. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is, this is simple. You know what I mean? So I was like, and, and the thing is, I actually don't like flying. So I, I, try, ah. I, try to, I try to find as many ways not to fly. <laughs> I don't <have> to. <laughs> so I was like, look, let me just, let me just get in a, in a, in a Lyft or Uber and, and just make that happen. You know good. What I mean? so good. I took a Lyft all the way from Brooklyn all the way to here. So I was like, you know. And in the process, saved me three hundred and eighty-five dollars. So we greatly appreciate that here at TSR Towers. Um, let's get right into the questions. And I know some of these questions are going to be from my patrons, and of course on YouTube as well. Um, so, um, oh yeah, uh, let's uh, eat the mic a little bit there. Pull it closer to your mouth. There you go. Yeah, that thing there is totally go. flexible. You nice, don't have nice, to nice. Yeah, I can so hear me. Good, Everything go. good. Good. So, um, so uh, we've got a question here that says, Mr. Lucario, what advice do you have for young red pillow wear black men that have beta fathers and controlling mothers? Damn. Listen, listen, guys, you got to get surrounded by friends, you know what I'm saying, who yeah. know how to deal with women. You understand what I'm saying? Who know how to interact with women, because if you don't, what's going to happen is, is that you're going to go through a lot of mistakes that you right. don't need to go through. And and I, and, I, and Donovan, I know you know from your history, you you've told a lot of crazy stories you went through. <laughs> There's a lot of crazy stories I went through when I was younger, and if I knew certain things, I wouldn't have to had gone through it. So I I feel like people have to take advantage of shows like this, right? You know what I mean? I feel like if you don't have that big brother or those friends, we're we're those guys. That's you know right. what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, you guys gotta really listen to this because this type of stuff can actually save you a lot of time, a lot of heartache. Mm-hmm actually save your life so I, I tell those guys listen if you got a beta father if you got your moms just they don't know any of this stuff right so the guys who have been through it like us we know this stuff we can let you know we can tell you hey listen do this don't do that do this don't do that and so we're here to help you utilize us i tell guys all the time like you know talk to people who's been through it yes. so you don't have to make the same mistakes you know what right. i'm saying but right. you know unfortunately there's some people who's not gonna listen they got to Knock their head over, you know. <laughs> listen, listen. I was that guy. I was right. that guy, Lucario. There, there's a difference. Some lessons can be taught. I'm the dude that had to learn right. the lesson. You gotta go through the. the I have to go the through the nonsense. pain. Talk to me about your background because I don't think. I, I mean, I've watched you for years, but right. I don't really know. I mean, were what was your family life like? Were you raised by a single mom? Did you right. have a two parent home? How did you become Mr. Lucario? Man, so so basically, um, 
my dad and my mom were together until I was about 12. Okay. And it was funny, too. This is the funny part. So I didn't know uh, that my parents were breaking up until after the fact. So what happened was I remember, I literally remember this. I'm in the living room playing video games, right? This is in the summertime. And for some reason, sometimes the door and the front door will be open in the house and people be coming through and everything. So I see this little baby crawling into the house. Holy moly. So I, I say, yo, whose kid is this? Whose kid is in the living room? <laughs> and then my dad comes in and he's like, yo, that's your little sister. And I said, wait a second, but my, my mom what? wasn't wasn't pregnant. Who's like, what are you talking about? And then, so that's when wow. I found out he was with another woman. You feel what I'm saying? What? And that's how I met my little sister. You know okay. what I mean? So, so at that point I was like, okay, yeah, their situation's done. You feel okay. what I mean? Yes, yes. So, and the thing was, you know, my dad, he, he was a, he's a very cool guy. He's a musician. He's, you know, he was always good with the ladies, but he was still also like a nice guy. So he just naturally had a, 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 a you know, an energy that women liked, but I never really uh, got taught by him about women and situations. So, okay. Right. So I, I didn't have anybody to teach me a lot of this stuff. This is a lot of stuff I learned through trial and error. There you go. A lot of stuff I learned through, you know, sitting down, crying about some girl that did me wrong. And I, right. I, I, I was there too. Listen, there's a lot of guys that, that has cried over a woman. It, you know, it is what it is. I ain't gonna lie. Like I was never there. You feel I, what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Was like, yes, absolutely. So, you know, so I had to go through that. And then, and then I went through that. I realized I was like, okay, there's certain things that I, I learned on my own, but there were certain things that I learned through friends that I had. Yes. And it, I would watch them. Like it was one time I was with some, it, it was a guy I used to hang out with. And we were in his car, and he was driving. I was in the back seat. His girl was in the passenger seat. Him and his girl got into an argument. He kicks his girl out the car, like just yelling. He's like, get the F out the car, whatever. So she gets out the car. And I'm like, yo, what's what's good? He's like, like, wait a second. Just give it five minutes. She walks around the corner. She comes right back in and sits right back down in the car. See that, man? And so I was like, I didn't understand that. And then the funny part was, I think the next day he hit me up, and he said, what do you think about my girl? I said, what you mean? He was like, you, you you like her? I said. What's up? I said yeah. I said yeah. She. I like her. What do you mean? No. He's like no. Do you do you want to hit that? And I said what? So I was like, what you mean though? So he's like, right. Like you're not asking me what I think. Right. Exactly. Right, so right. then he said no. Do you want to hit that? I said yeah. So then he said come through. So I come to his house. I think it was maybe a week later. I get into the house. I I come in and she's playing video games in the living room, just with underwear and a t-shirt on. Wow. So then me, him, and her sitting down in the living room. She's still playing video games. And then she's <laughs> oh like, God. so she said, are you ready? I said, ready for what? And she just grabs my hand. We go into the into the room. And so I'm having sex with his girl in his room yep. while he's in the living room playing video games. And, so, <laughs> and he was an older dude. So I was probably in my early, like, yeah, like 21, 22. He, okay. was, he was probably a little older, maybe like, like 29, 30. Yeah. You know, so he, I, ta- I learned a lot from him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. About women and about different things. So at the time I didn't get what he was doing, but then it kind of, you know, I started to, to, to recognize and realize what was going on objectively when it comes to dating relationships, okay. women's sex, all that. What did that listen? What, and mm. this is an interesting question. Right. Now, what did, what specifically did that teach right. you about women? Because mm. I dated a stripper one time and right. she used to do favors for my friends. Right. I had a buddy of mine. <laughs> uh, his name is Eric. Good guy. Right. Nicest guy in the world, but he's fucking clueless. Mm. He went on a five-month uh, dry spell, dry streak, whatever the case may be. I'm like, yo, Katie, my guy Eric's on a five-month, he's on a five-month, uh, you know, dry streak. 
go in there and, and, and show him a good time. Right. She's like, all right. Mm. And so she goes in there and she comes back out. She's like, he didn't want to do anything. Like he was like mm. that. So I go in there and I'm like, Eric, what's your fucking problem? He's like, right. dude, that's your fucking girlfriend. I was like, right. Eric, she's not my girlfriend. She's right. a girl that I fuck. Right. You're in a slump. Uh, right. Listen, look at her. Like she's a, right. she's a hard 10. Mm. Do what the fuck you got to do mm. so you can get it. He did not understand. And this is where a lot of guys sort of fall short. Mm. They believe that just because a man is physically with a woman, right. that for some reason, it's it's not like a community property thing. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Most people don't really understand the concept of polyamory, right. open relationships, things of that nature, because right. clearly that's what you have. Right. My relationship with Katie was such that she got me in with the strip clubs. Mm-hmm. I got her drugs. I got her into parties. Right. She got She got to stay at my really nice penthouse. Mm-hmm. And in return, she'd do whatever the fuck I said, right? right, right hey, right. Katie, my bike guy is going to fix my bike. I need you to go and suck him up because he's putting me <laughs> new. She did it without, listen, she did right. it without hesitation. And my friend Fred, now he wasn't like Eric. Fred was like, oh, yeah, yeah, send her on over. Right. So that's what, that's, those experiences taught me that <sighs> women use men for our resources. We use women for their bodies and their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Why can't we use a woman's body and sexuality for resources of our own? Oh, right, right. So, of course. so that experience with I guess mm-hmm. that old school play, dude, that was a motherfucking pimp. What did that teach you specifically about women right. and how the and how the dating market goes? Right. Well, the thing was when I, when that happened, I, I I was I got questioned him. I was like, what? Like, what so the fuck, like, dude? What, yeah. Because first of all, I was questioning him. I was like, how did you know your girl's gonna come back after you kicked her out of the car? And I was cursing each other out. Blah right. blah blah. Yep. And so he, you know, he was saying he was like, look, he was like. He was like, I have her mind, meaning like she, right. she loves me, I love her. You understand what I'm saying? Like it, we, it's, it's, it's happening that way. But then with the whole sex thing, I was like, dude, like what? So I said, you ain't jealous or you don't. And so he said, listen, he was like, that was for you f- to have fun. But he said, all of that was really for me. And I said, what you mean? He said, well, understand that what just happened was just sex. Right. And so right. he said that I don't want to ever be in a situation where I'm becoming emotional Ooh. over a woman about sex. Wow. So he said that he that was for him to see me with his girl. Right. And 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 you know, for it's almost like practice for him to be like, nothing could move to me. Sever, right. Exactly. Just, just to sever that tie. Okay, she fucks somebody else. Right. That's it. It's right. that, that's it. Gotcha. Exactly. So yeah. it's 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 it was to train his own mind to understand that it was just sex. When he was like, it was just sex. That that blew my mind. So, right. So this is so the thing was with me, even when I was growing up or when I was, you know, started to 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 interact with women, right. it was like there was more things about a relationship yep. than just sex. There you go. You see what I'm saying? That's so it. then therefore it's like, so with me even being open and me being, you know, non-monogamous, it's like with my girlfriend, my wife, and I love them both. And it's like, it's more than just that. So this is why this is what guys don't understand. And I learned this early. So I think that situation actually changed how I view oh my God, relationships, yeah, all that other crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. You know, it's in, it, it's interesting. One thing that I don't believe that neither, I think women know about men and women. I don't think men understand that it's very, very difficult for women to compartmentalize sex from relationships, mm. sex from feelings. Right. For a woman, for the most part, mm. sex is almost always more emotional for the woman than it is the man. Now, if a girl has had sex with 967,000 guys, there's a little bit of emotion involved, <laughs> right. just right, not right, that much. Right. Whereas a girl who's had sex with three guys, and, and my theory is this, I want to get your thoughts on this. And I think this is just a numbers thing. When a girl gives her body to the first guy, he has 100% of her soul because that's the only guy she's ever been with, right? right? He has let her, he has let him enter her body. Mm. He has her soul. 
She fucks guy number two. Mm. Guy number two has 50% of her soul. Right. Still a large chunk. Mm. Guy number three has 33%. Guy number four has 25%. Mm. Guy number five has 20% and so on and so forth. Mm. So when you get to guy number 176, right. whatever 176 right, divided right. by whatever <laughs> Pythagorean theorem, whatever, right, I'm not a mathematician. Right. At that point, and, and this is why women are unable to pair bond after, after they've had sex with so many guys because they only have so much of their soul to give. Mm. Women know and understand that guys do not. Mm. So when they get with a girl mm. and she's girl number seven, but he's guy number 260, right. guys tend to catch feelings a lot more quickly. Right. This is Steve the Dean. Hang on a second. Steve. What's up, brother? Steve coming through. Okay, cool. Hey, Dev, go down and get Steve. Okay, got it. All right, cool. So Dev is going to go down and get Steve. Hopefully she remembers to... Um, okay. But... Um, but yeah, that that's that, that's my what what is your theory on feelings and sex and why can't guys understand that it's just sex? Right. Because sex is just an act. It's not right. a feeling, right? Right. Well, to, it's well to your point about the whole thing of women having a bunch of sex with a, a bunch of dudes and yeah. not being able to bond and all that other stuff. Part of it really is is this is that if a woman see if a woman has had less sex, let's say she's a virgin or she's had sex with one guy. Okay. This the her having sex with another guy is something that is it's it's looked at as more special or something different okay. pertaining to that guy. So it's a it's a stronger bond. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But if she had sex with a hundred dudes, sex isn't it's not a big deal. So right. you're you're not doing it. If you're the hundred and first guy, you're not doing anything different than the other hundred guys. Right. Now, if you meet the girl that has sex with a hundred guys, Ooh, right? Wow. What's gonna happen is to make her bond to you, you would need to get her to do something she's never done. Bingo. So what it is is that it could be something as simple as let's say, for example, um, I remember my dude uh, Eddie Fuse, shout out to Eddie Fuse, he's a, yeah. another dating coach. He said I remember he was saying something to the effect of, let's say if you're with a woman. And you told her to change her phone number for you. Yeah. Right. So yep. now, so now she changed her phone number for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. She liked it that much. She's like, I'm gonna change my phone number so that this is a whole new start. Yes. Get all those other guys who yes. have the phone number. So now she's gonna bond to you more because you've done something differently. Right. So, so this is why if you have sex with a girl who is either a virgin or just had sex with one other mm -hmm. guy, the sex is still the different thing. But yes. If she's had a hundred dudes, sex is nothing. You see what wow, I'm saying? That makes perfect sense. So, right, so it's it's more so the the bonding comes through with the differentiation of what you're doing with the girl. You see what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. And to me, it's all about having skin in the game. <laughs> oh, there, Steve! There's that the motherfucker. There Steve he in is. the building. <laughs> Steve is in the motherfucking What's building. On? What's going on? Come through. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and switch seats. Steve, uh, Steve. Steve, this is all you, man. Have right. a seat. We're, we're gonna switch seats. We're oh, switch seats. hey, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold we on. are live. <laughs> Oh, we, we, are, we are live on the air. Hold on, hold on. Let me get... Listen, this is TSR Live. We're in the middle of a uh, transition. Yes, sir. This is great. I think this worked out better than the other. What's going on? We love this bitch. All right. So uh, the gang is all here, man. Uh, the gang is all here. We got... Donovan, I'm going to surprise you. Oh, what you got, man? You, my brother. Are you are you proposing? Is, is he proposing? Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! Oh wow! He comes it's bearing a nice gifts. Replica. Oh shit! <laughs> Look at this! Yo, he got me a Super Bowl ring. Yes, Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. Oh my god! Look at that! Oh my goodness! Yo, Yo look at this! That's crazy. Oh my goodness, Whoa. Steve, you the man. Yo, this is crazy! Yo, I got a Super Bowl. Yo, I got a Super Bowl <laughs> ring. Holy moly! Look at that, man. That's dope. 
That's dope. Wow. <laughs> Dude, if I hit somebody with this ring, man, it is a wrap. Man, that is really, well, thank you very nah, much for that, nah, Steve. Man, nah. And by the way, audience, that frame right there uh, is from Steve as well. Yeah. Steve has furnished like half of this, uh, half <laughs> of this. Uh, this joint. Steve, what's going on, man? How you man, doing? Man, how you doing? You, Lucario, man. we got the crew here. What's yeah. up, man? Hey, man, uh, I'll tell you what. I'm already hungry, right? So yeah. <laughs> after this, after this dinner and drinks on me, right. I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked Mr. Lucario <laughs> from someone oh. in the chat. And we've got some interesting, I'm glad he hasn't heard the phone call questions. I've yet. Heard I can't wait till yeah. he hears oh, yeah. it. So uh, he says, uh, Mr. Lucario, Mr. Williams, what advice do you have for young red pillow or black men who have beta fathers and controlling mothers? What do I, what do I look at the camera? Uh, just, uh, which, one, which one are we looking at here, Dev? Oh, oh yeah, we're Steve. Steve on there. there. It is. Okay, there it so is. <laughs> you can either now you can talk to me, but if I you're going to talk to the audience, okay, there you go. Okay, you say to a young man who has a beta dad and a mom. Yeah, beta dad and a beta, controlling mother. Yeah, beta yeah. dad, controlling mother. What I would say is, is first thing is you got to get your. Can, wait, can I cut? Yes. Okay, why, dude, let her rip, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck, first fuck, thing you got to do is get your motherfucking nuts right. Okay, listen, I understand your your mom and your dad have no place in you as a man as far as growth. Your mom and dad were here since you were born to the time you walked out of their house. Once you walked out of their house, it is at that point where you have to make your own way as a man. Not going your own way, right. but you have to create your own laws, your rules, your codes, your principles, and your narratives. And the fact that he's making it about his mom and his dad mm -hmm. is already a problem okay. because he's using that. That would be a crutch. Okay. We, can't, we can't make crutches. We can't bitch. We can't whine. We can't moan. We can't complain. Right. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> what we got to do is we got to stand firm on who the fuck we are as men. Okay. So his first process and his first step is, is to begin a process of who am I? Who the fuck am I? Okay. What is my name? What is my value? What do I expect? Not only of myself, but what do I expect of every woman I run into? Am I willing to walk away? Am I willing to say no? And am I willing to stand on my own two motherfucking feet? And if the answer to any of those questions is no, that now we got a problem, right? Yeah, because yeah, if yeah. you can't see, that's the thing. I think what a lot of guys tend to, and, and guys bag on us all the time. Right. You guys tell us to do this and tell us to do that. It's not that easy. Nobody said that this was easy, right. but if you're not willing to walk away, then you're not, then everything is wrong. Mm. To me, it's about the frame, right? As long as you understand, as long as you understand that you have options, and again, having options isn't easy. But again, this is part of being a man. Being a man is not easy. But I think as long as guys know and understand that, hey, you know what? There are other options out there. Right. Too many men get caught up in the same woman. Oh my God, Stacy's going to leave me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Blah 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 blah. But there are other women out there. Right. I mean, am I wrong? Right. Exactly. That's the thing. See, the problem with a lot of dudes is that because they they have this one track mind, and they're yes. like, I'm going to get that perfect girl. And then, and then any girl that they come come into, you know, into was it Mike? Mike, I gotta lift this up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Like, <laughs> now, what I was gonna say is like, you know, dudes, they 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 trying to get the perfect girl in their mind. So then, any girl that they get with becomes that perfect girl. Right. So then, so then, what happens is, is that once it doesn't work out, that's where the 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 turmoil and the depression and all that because yeah. now I lost the perfect thing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But they don't realize there's an abundance. They don't realize that. They haven't worked on themselves, so that's why they're looking through happiness for happiness and well-being through the woman. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, is that type of type yeah. of energy? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. To me, it's to me, it's about masculine energy and feminine energy. And I think, I mean, let's keep it all the way real. Right. Most black people are raised by black women. I was raised primarily by a black woman. This is why I can sometimes be emotionally immature. I'm self-aware enough to understand that I have a lot of faults and frailties, but 
at some point, you got to change this, right? Yeah, well, most black men don't even know sexuality. Oh, no, they don't. Most black men, you know, were never taught about sex, romance, right. being smooth, being uh, kinky, dirty, nasty, romantic. Some right. guys don't even like even licking pussy. Some guys don't like to smack her ass, pull her hair, and tell her to shut the fuck up in the bedroom. I'm trying they, to tell you. Right, no, they don't know. But see, they feel that they are shamed. That for some reason, they feel they're less than a man right. to want to do those things. And women, I always say, when women get out of high school, I mean, they deal with the the, the young boy sure. mindset in high school where, right. you know, it's just kiss on your neck, kiss on your titties, lick your pussy one time or spit on that shit, get right. on you for two or three minutes, nut, and roll over, right? Go to sleep, right. right go to sleep. So these women, they get out of high school, they want to explore their bodies. They want right. to explore their sexuality. Right. They want to look to learning how to masturbate, how to feel for themselves, right? And we're, we're what the young guys, young black men do, they don't try to learn. They don't try to grow. And that's where the problem is. Women don't want boys, uh, nope, young boys from high school. Nope. They want motherfucking men right. that can twirl, that can t- I always say twirl their curls, their toes in between their ears, not that pussy <laughs> between their legs. The wine above yeah, the bed. Yeah, the wine right? above the bed. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we're we're going to go to a uh, a phone question here in just a second, Dev. Um, Alien Nigga wants to know how do I start talking to women when I'm. Uh, when I'm characterized as the, quote, alone type of person all my life. So how can lonely guys, loner guys, guys who are isolated, how can they learn to talk to women? Well, first of all, you got to get rid of that loner identity. <laughs> right. You still know what I'm saying? Right. That's, that's right. the thing. A lot of guys, they were like, I'm an introvert. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I like to be, uh, that's cool. That's cool if you like to be alone. You know, that's nothing wrong with that. But understand that when you're dealing with a woman, you're going to have to interact with and deal with a woman. You're going to have to go out there, talk to them, interact with them, make things happen like any other guy. So a lot of guys, they'll, they'll, they'll think that they're special based off of, well, I'm an introvert, I'm a loner, I'm a, I'm a sigma male, whatever that means. You feel what I'm saying? Like all these different different you know things. And it's like you just got to go out there and make it happen. The same way any, any other dude to make it happen. Listen, man, you got to go out there. Listen. Nobody said that talking to women was easy, but once you start to do it, it's not really that hard, right? right. I tell this, I say this all the time. Girls are people too. Right. Girls are not some <laughs> otherworldly beings. When they fart, it stinks. Right. When it's hot, they sweat. Mm. That's how this works. But so many guys are caught up in worshiping women that when they actually try to talk to girls, they get the they kind of get they kind of get the yips. Let me read out a couple of super chats because they are coming in hot and heavy. And then we're gonna go to our phone question. Chris Von Eric with the five dollar super chat says, "I'll never react the same way again when my friends when my married friends tell me to come by again." Ooh, okay, that's a good one. Red sings the blues five dollars says, "Steve with the ring, just the guy who got me into the my mindset today." So shout out to Steve for that. Jim Ed with the $3 Super Chat says, my dad is an extreme beta, good and just a beta. Book of Alpharonomy says, gotta support this bona fide pimp talk. Salute brothers, Don, Steve, Lucario, peace in the chat. AJ Taylor with the $5 Super Chat says, just want to support the holy trinity of the manosphere in the same room. This is epic. Khalil G, $4 says, shout out from the DMV. Steve, let us go to Ahmed in Montreal, right. who has a very interesting question. Yes. Hey, Donovan, uh, this is Ahmed. Um, I'm calling from Montreal. I just got to say, man, I'm a big fan of yours. I love this movement. And honestly, man, I'm, I'm 21, and I'm just happy to be part of this movement, you know, early on in my life. Um, I have a bit of a story for you. Actually. Back when I was 19, I was dating this just smoking hot chick, right? For the first couple of months, it was great and everything. But man, she turned my life. She demanded my time. And, you know, being 19, I was kind of a simp back then. And I let her walk over me. Thing is, 
looking back now after you know checking out all your episodes and stuff and i look back at it and i'm like god why didn't i not notice those black or red flags back then right you know one of the biggest red flags i should have noticed back then was on the Cool, cool. Yeah, man. This, hey, man. This, <laughs> I just got this shit set the fuck up. Yeah, the studio's, the studio's dope. We, we yeah. still live right now. We still oh, we still right live? Now. Um, I'm calling from Montreal. I just got to say, man, I'm a big fan of yours. I love this movement. It's coming right back, everybody. We got 600 people watching live right now. That's what's up. Yeah, 6 right. live. Damn. All right, Damn. let's try this That's again. What's up. That's what's up. What's up? All right. Okay, let's do it. Hey, Donovan. Uh, this is Ahmed. Um, I'm calling from Montreal. I just got to say, man, I'm a big fan of yours. I love this movement. And honestly, man, I'm, I'm 21, and I'm just happy to be part of this movement, you know, early on in my life. Um, I have a bit of a story for you. Actually. Back when I was 19, I was dating this just smoking hot chick, right? For the first couple of months, it was great and everything. But man, she turned my life. She demanded my time. And, you know, being 19, I was kind of a simp back then. And I let her walk over me. Thing is, looking back now after, you know, checking out all your episodes and stuff. And I look back at it and I'm like, God, why did I not notice those black or red flags back then, right? You know, one of the biggest red flags I should have noticed back then was on the first date. Um, she she asked me to go back to her place, and I was like, "Nah, I'm Muslim. I don't wanna. I don't wanna fuck on the first date. I, I'd rather save myself from marriage." Which was kind of a gullible thing, but you know, let's 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 move past that. So the thing is, she's like, "So what? You can't fuck?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can't. Just I can't have sex." And she's like, "Even anal." Now that shit. Now that I now that I'm looking back at it, man, that was a fucking slut, and I should have noticed that. And you know what? What you're teaching is great. Keep it up, man, and just keep going with this. This is an amazing work. God bless, bro. Okay, so uh, Steve. Oh, <laughs> so 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 you're okay. So obviously, this girl turned his life upside down. Yes. So first date, yeah. she wants to fuck. Yes, he's like a Muslim. I'm saving myself for marriage. She's like, all right, well, let's try anal. Nope, yeah. can't do it. What's the problem there? Why are guys telling women that they're saving themselves for marriage? Because guys don't know how to fuck. <laughs> guys, see, a lot of men, see, a lot of guys say they want oh, pussy. I told you. A lot of guys say they want pussy. Right. A lot of guys right. say they want women. Right. But when the opportunity presents themselves, mm -hmm. they get cold feet because now they got to experience what, okay, now I'm in the game. Now okay. I'm in the game. Here it is, a beautiful body. What do I do? Uh, I got to perform. Performance anxiety. Right. Is she worried about the size of my dick? Am I going to come too fast? All those things come into play and everything. And the fact that, okay, what does she think? Is she going to come? What is she going to do? So 
what they do is they build up all this tension and all this, uh, I guess, what you want to, I guess, uh, excuses. Expectations, it, 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 I guess. It, 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 yeah. It, well, yeah, it's a false expectation. Right. Because right. They, they, they're under the impression that they're ready to fuck. I mean, it's not bad because they want to fuck. Sure. It's the problem is they don't know how to fuck. <laughs> they don't know how to eat that pussy. They don't know how to smack that ass. They don't even put their finger in that asshole and shit and, and do all that nasty, freaky shit. Right. But, but they don't know the woman as well because every woman is different. Sure. And they don't know women. They, they've been taught that all women are the same. There you go. Women likes things sexually. Now, not, not, now you can't put a finger in every woman's ass. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> of course not. But, of course, right. But I'm just saying that women want the emotional connection. Right. And a lot of men out right. there think women think like men. Yes. And if you connect the emotional with the physical, then the girth, the size, and whatever happened, whatever you don't have or what you lack, they're going to accept because you've made an emotional connection. So a lot of these men don't even understand about the connection right. you need to make with women. Right. Mm. So That's in your all. opinion, why did, why did this dude... Uh. Because to me, I agree with Steve. I right. think he was just afraid. I think he was afraid to fuck. Uh, I'm saving myself for marriage. Yeah, right, that's it. Right. Why do you guys do that? Well, th this is the thing. You got to understand, a, a lot of guys are scared of success. So I like what Steve was saying is that, you know, you for so long were getting rejected. You understand? You were for, for a long time, women didn't want to talk to you. You, was, you know, nothing was going your way. Then now something's going your way. Now you're like, oh, no, I don't know what to do now. You understand? So it's the fear. It's actually the fear of success because... Yeah. Once you get to that point, now you might be saying, okay, if I don't know how to do this, then that's another level of rejection yes. that I can't take. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Because yeah. I finally got here, but I'm here now. Can I actually do what it takes to keep this situation going, to satisfy the woman, all that other stuff? Right. So a lot of dudes, it, you know, they got to be prepared for the win yeah. because they've been conditioned to lose for so long. Wow. They're not prepared for that. the win. So once the win happens, because you got to prepare for that even before it happens. And so when it does happen, you're ready to get it going and make it make it go down. You know what I'm saying? No, so, that's that that's what it is. Yeah. Devin, let me ask you a question here, right? So <laughs> every time I tell her I'm going to put her on this spot, she's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so listen, virginal women are attractive to men, right? Mm. Virginal men are what to women? Um, Fill in the blank. A pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and why why are virginal men a pain in the ass i mean i don't, I don't know i haven't been i don't know if i've been with a virgin man or something like that but you know i would i don't want to be the teacher in the situation okay. like that so you know i don't want a guy who's hesitant and doesn't know what he's doing and is fumbling around like I'm, you know, and God forbid trying to put on a rubber or something like that. It's right. just, yeah, it's just awkward. And you know, it's best to get that stuff out of the way when you're both young and you're both idiots and stuff like that. But if you're a grown person and you're, you know, you're either, you're going to cop out and if he's got like real religious reasons to do it, I, you got to respect that. Yeah. But Devin, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. <laughs> religious reasons or not. I mean, and, and listen, I'm asking you if, what if when, when on our first date, right? What if I told you, well, I don't want to do anything because I'm a Christian. I'm trying to save myself for marriage. Uh, what would you have thought? I would have thought that, um, he just doesn't want to have sex with me. Oh, so that's a, that's a I mean, this girl sounds like a nasty hoe, and he probably was just like, uh uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Could be it. Some girl asking for anal on the first day. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, listen, a girl asking for backdoor, like, she told him, I'm going to throw the pussy at you. Well, all right, well, let's go back. 
To me, I think I agree with Steve. I think it's fear. I think it's performance anxiety. I think a lot of that comes from pornography. Right. I had a porn star on my a male porn star on my uh, on my show yesterday, and performance anxiety is a real thing. Oh yeah. But guys, this is why I tell guys stop jerking off to porn because you see these guys with these twelve inch schlongs. You're like, oh my god, if I'm not that, she's not gonna like me. It's to me, it's a lose lose situation. If a girl is throwing the pussy at you, gentlemen, take it. It does not matter. Girl, listen, I'm here to tell you, girls don't respect virginal men, okay? It doesn't work the other way around. If you do not proudly tell a woman that you are a virgin, she will lose respect for you. She's not going to tell you she's losing respect for you, but when she goes to you, you'll you'll know exactly why. Unbelievable. I can't believe people are still knows. Ahmed, hopefully, or Ahmed, hopefully you got that. Yeah. Um, Definite G, $5 says, three pimps of the Manosphere showing us youngsters the game. Um, <clears throat> let me go to a Patreon question here because this is a really, really good one. Uh, so uh, a patron asks, um, he says, I have listened to Steve talk about laws, rules, codes, and everything he does uh, is for him as a man. When I lose weight, make money, and improve my game, I feel like I am doing better with women. Does that still fit with doing things for yourself? No, because you're making it about women. There it is. The game there it is. is not about women. Yep. The game is about what you are as a man. You right. got to sit there and create. Like against you got to you set the foundation. Right. All right. Your foundation is what you want to, what you believe in, mm -hmm. what you'll fight for, what you'll die for. You got to stand by that shit. You got to own it, and you got to realize a woman's going to test those uh, boundaries yep. to see what kind of motherfucking man you are. So if you don't know you and you don't know what to do, it's not just okay. I'm going to say okay. Well, let me give you one. Well, uh, I'm not going to let a woman uh, yell at me. All right, just hypothetical. I'm not gonna, okay. As soon as a woman yells at you, you buckle like a bitch. That's just a <laughs> fucking fantasy. No. It's not the what she does when she does the, the act. Mm -hmm. It's what you're going to do when the act happens. Right. Mm -hmm. So if she's disrespectful, I'm going to yank that chain. Don't you ever do that again. Right. Do you understand? No. Do you understand? Not you, but I'm talking to her. Like, <laughs> not, like, the daughter, but I'm, like, I'm about to be, like, I understand. Yeah, but I'm, saying, I'm looking at her. <laughs> sure, right. Do you understand me? Yeah, of course. Right. And not only do you understand me, but if you do this again, this is what's going to happen. Right. Try me. Right. Try me. And that's it. Guys don't have the balls to do that well, stuff, man. That's they the problem. do not have the balls to do that. And that's, listen, this is that abundance mindset, <laughs> that scarcity mindset. But again, he says, lose weight, make money, improve my game. I feel like I'm doing better with women. Right. To me, Lucario, okay, yeah. that might help you in the short term. Right. But money, a physique does not a man make. Right. There are plenty of rich guys, good-looking guys, ripped guys <laughs> who get used by women right. all the time. Right, right, so right. talk to my guy. Listen, you're losing weight and making money and all that. Why is why is that not going to help him with women? Why does he need to go deeper than that? Well, this is the thing, and I, I, I always get try to get guys to understand this. When it comes to game, because dudes always talking about the way they look, how much money they got, mm -hmm. you know, being being buff and all. That's cool. That's that's icing on the cake. Yeah, but you have to, internally has to be worked on. If if there you're not is. worked on internally, it's like this. If I if I if I have a pizza box, I bring some pizza in here, and I got I say I got pizza. <laughs> And it looks like I got pizza, but what if I put some dog shit in there instead of pizza, right? So now wow. I'm gonna I'm have the pizza box, and you're gonna be like, yeah. what, what the hell smell like shit over here? You understand? It's because it's actually shit inside the pizza box. Right. So it's, it's not really pizza in the pizza box. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with the guy. You could look good, you could smell good, you could have all his money, but there if you your inside is shit, then that's what the women is gonna smell there off. There it is. Shit. You see what I'm saying? And so dudes gotta work more on the inside 
and then everything else will fall into place because dudes is look, you know, they look at the chains or the rings or the clothes or the money and think that's what catch a woman. A woman will use you for those things. She'll she'll play around with you. She'll she'll you know use you for attention. But when it comes down to it, when another guy has more, or she finds a guy that looks better than you, you understand she's gone. But what makes her stay is that internal because the internal is you. So the internal is. I can't find this guy nowhere else. You understand what yep. I'm saying? That's that's what it's about. And, and Donovan, real quick, what is your body going to do when it's time to text a woman? Right. right what is your right. weight going to do when you're What are your six-pack abs going to know the right thing to say? They're going to be moving this shit. Right. Yeah. But listen, I, and, and don't get me wrong. Listen, and, and I say this all the time. We get these black pill and these MGTOW oh idiots. Oh, shit. All it is, you just have to have money, be rich, be ripped, blah, 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 blah. They right. say this stuff all the time. That is the lazy man's way right, out. Yeah. That is the equivalent of a woman saying, well, guys only want supermodels. They only right. want women who are look like twigs with big boobs, so there's yeah. no need even trying. They are literally one and the same because they are making an excuse not to improve themselves. Right. Women want rich, ripped, good-looking guys. I'm not rich, ripped, or good-looking, so I'm going to take myself out. Women say, well, guys only want supermodels, so I'm just going gonna, gonna right. to eat pizza and ice cream at 12 o'clock at night and not really worry about it. But then they still want the thing that makes them happy, right? right. Well, Donovan, this is where a lot of guys see. A, a lot of men don't understand women's mindset as far sure. as emotions, okay? Right, right. Every woman wants something different. Some women like tall, short. Some women like guys with guts. Some right. women think guys that work out are too feminine and frail, right? Right, right, right. But what happens is, is that they look at the, the shell of the woman as her looks. They automatically assume that just because she looks good, she's going to want a certain kind of guy. You right. don't know what she wants because you don't know the woman. Because every, I keep saying, every woman is not the same. Right. And everybody wants to pull all women into this box right and they want them to say okay well this is what they are just no just based off of her beauty her ass and her titties right but they don't go beyond that and then check the mind out and see where it at you got to check the mind before you tap that ass and, and you also, have all I was, oh go ahead good ahead. No, i was gonna say this because about the whole black pill thing with the guys and the looks and all that a lot of it is is low-key homoerotic. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is the, the problem with it. And they don't they don't understand this. Because, <laughs> no, I, no, I love this talk. guy. It's real talk. It's, it's, see, the thing you got to understand is this. A lot of these guys, they're, they're focusing on a man's looks because yes. they think, if I look that way, then I would get girls. So they're, they're vicariously living through that guy. But uh, yes. what, they, what they don't understand is, is that by focusing on that guy's looks, what you're saying is, I'm attracted to that guy. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because yeah. all attraction means is that uh, there's something pulling my attention toward that thing. Yes. So if you're if you're focusing, oh, look at that guy's abs, look at his lips and his jawline and all of that other stuff. You see what I'm saying? That's Almost like they're, yeah, they're admiring right. him That's too, right? That's erotic. That's what I'm saying. Uh, listen, so, I agree, you man. You see what I mean? And so, yeah. So, and the thing they don't understand is this. A man can never tell you what a woman is going to find sexually attractive. So you have all these black pill channels where a man is judging another man's looks. I'm like, you're not a woman. So you don't know what a woman is attracted to. You, right. can't, you can't do that. You see what I'm saying? So you got to listen to what women are saying. You can't focus on what another guy is saying about a guy's looks because he's a guy. He doesn't know what women like physically or are sexually attracted to. So you got to focus on what women are sexually attracted to. And that's when they give you an idea or indicator. And if you look in the grand scheme of things, you see women with tall guys, short guys, fat yep. guys, skinny guys, yep. all types of guys. Right, you see right. what I'm saying? So it's crazy. <laughs> Listen, and I, this is my prediction, and I want to get I want to get both of you guys' take on this. Uh, we've all been doing this long enough 
to where we can remember where most of our detractors, haters were women. It was mostly feminists, Anita Sarkeesian, and and uh, what's the girl, Janelle Testa, Amy. Like, it was women, 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 you know, uh, the red pill is bad, bad, bad. Guys, I don't know if you've figured it out yet, but most of our detractors, most of our, most of our haters are now men. Oh, yeah. My prediction is that this Manosphere thing is probably not going to be around, I would say, in two to three years. Mm. Why is it, Steve, that, that, that women have stopped hating on us, but most, again, our hate comes from men? Is it because are we the problem? Are women the problem? Like, why is this? Why, why do we have black pill channels? I got a guy. I don't even know what his name. Oh, subscribe to the guy's channel. His name is Southern Israelite. The guy is a complete loser, but I want you to sub this channel. All this dude does is make videos about me. That's all he does, wow. right? And I, erotic. That's what that, I'm that's, that, Listen. He has, that, he has a crush on you, bro. I'm telling you, you. He even called my show, called himself Drake, and tried to make himself sound smart. I lost my <laughs> mind on the guy. He made a video about that. It's almost like he's an obsessed woman. Why, dude, why do these black pill MGTOW, these, not MGTOW, because I know a lot of MGTOW guys who are, who are really cool. Lower level black pill guys, why don't they just shut the fuck up and go be miserable in peace instead of bothering us all the goddamn they, they time? They can't be. Um, and, Jesus. I, and if you think about it, twenty years ago, it start. That's where it start. Really started in eighty nine. Yeah, all this okay. okay. eighty nine with um, Ross Jeffries and Speed. Ah, yes, right. Ross okay? Jeffries. That yeah. was like NLP. Absolutely. NLP. Uh, from there, went to David D'Angelo. Then from David D'Angelo, it spend spend off from uh, Neil Strauss. Method, Neil, yeah. Neil Strauss. Yep. And all these other things. So all right. So what happened was women were not, they didn't know about this stuff. Right. But it wasn't until, I always say, it was August it was August 15, 2007 okay. that changed the world around. Because before 2007, you didn't hear about metals, you didn't hear about uh, women uh, are the problem or the issue and all this other stuff. Is that women, when when the pickup artists came on VH1, that's, that's what changed. changed. That's and right. As soon as that came on there... Women wasn't like, well, okay, these guys are using manipulation and they have these layers and all this other stuff. They realized these motherfuckers are scared of women. They right, realized right. that. They realized they were scared right. of women. So what happened was all the so-called pickup artists that kind of got game from the street and they tried to do an Elvis Presley type motherfucking right. thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all that shit. What happened was they had nothing to teach these young boys. Right. They had nothing to teach them. So then all of a sudden it became, I created this Frankenstein monster mm -hmm. and now these women are all Frankenstein and, and know what you're about. Right. Now I don't know how to handle them, so what do I do? I'd rather complain about them. Mm -hmm. Now if you look at now, if you take that one now, that's coming one way. The next way is, is that a lot of young, these young boys are raised by moms. Yep. So you have emotional. Okay, that's that emotional thing. So they take that emotional umbilical out of mom and they put it into one of these YouTubers that represents mom. That's why God. they defend the position wow. of the, met the, the the people that are talking shit. You know, right. they will defend who's ever talking shit to, about any of us right. because if we talk about them, it's talking about mom. If, if, wow. if they feel like they were talking about mom. So what, it, what happened is you have all, now you have that going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then you have these young boys that are lost. Okay, one hand, you know, this guy has 50,000 subscribers because he has that. He's telling me to lie to women, manipulate, deceive, and trick. But they keep forgetting women know the game yes, better they than 98% right. of these motherfuckers. They, know, they knew the game since elementary school. Man, all day. All day, every four, like four fucking flats. So they're like, you want to play games? Let's play. Yep. We're, okay, you know what? I need a new chauffeur on my roster. I need a new motherfucker that's going to fix me dinner, right. buy me drinks, or be my bitch, or put up my Christmas and Halloween lights. my phone bill. Right. See, it's, it's, it's there. Pay my phone bill. But you have that coming in. 
They got the pressure of the guys lying to these young men. Yep. And then you have the media telling them that, look, you know, every kiss begins with K. You know, you know, you take <laughs> motherfucker. You know what I'm You take motherfucker out in the snow and, and, and you get the kiss from the woman. Right, right, right. And right, then, right. you know, you should have went to Jared type bullshit. Right. So, <laughs> so then you have you, me, Lucario, real motherfuckers right. in the game. Right. Telling these young men, step the fuck up. Right. Man the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Don't make it about the woman. And they take it the wrong way because they think it's an attack on mom. Right. And right. that's why they attack us because they don't like us because they don't like who they are. That's right. That's what I want to say on that. I say this all the time. Girls have the internet too, guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> like They watch. So, dude, they watch our shows. Like it's, it's almost like, are you from Tennessee because you're the only 10 I see? What? What are you doing? And then when it doesn't work, then they want right. to get mad at us. Well, what Donovan told me didn't work. Motherfucker, I've never used the Tennessee pickup line. Get the fuck out of here. That's crazy. Let me get your thoughts on right. that. Why are most of our detractors men now rather than women? Right. Well, we'll see, the thing that's happening now, and we actually talked about this in uh, the Game Kings documentary, that, that a lot of dudes, what they, what, what's happening now is they, there's a lot of feminine energy. So like, yes. well, like what Steve was saying is that, you know, it's like they're talking, you're talking to mom. What happens is, is that men, we're supposed to be more practical. So for example, if, a, if, a, if a, a, a lot of guys get mad at Steve because Steve come at them raw, you understand? So they, every <laughs> time them in the I, chest. I, I always get a, a text or an email, they're like, yo, man, why does Steve have to be so right. mean? And yada, come yada, get yada. your boy, Steve. Right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. so a lot of dudes have become soft. So what right. happens is this. Because a lot of guys have a lot of feminine energy, instead of actually taking the information for what it is, they're worried about how the information makes them feel. Jesus you understand Christ. what I'm saying? That's female, That's, man. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so now... It's before it was women would hate because women would hear the information and even though it makes sense, it makes them feel a certain way. Right. You understand? This right. is why you have people like the Derek Jacksons and the Matthew Hussies who say what they say to women. Killing the game, though. Right. Killing exactly. the game, yeah. Now, what happens is us men, we're trying to speak to men nowadays. Men have a lot of feminine energy in yes. them. So yes. when they hear the truth, it makes them feel bad. They're like, damn, I didn't know I was such a loser. So, right? So then, <laughs> so, right? So, so what happens is when they feel you that- they get mad at the messenger. They get, get mad at you. Right they get mad yep. at Steve. They get yep. mad at me because yep. they're like, I don't want to hear that shit. You see what I'm saying? And so this is where the 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 hate comes in because they want you to stop saying what you're saying so that they, they don't have to feel that. Right. You see what I mean? But they're not really mad at us, though, exactly. right? Exactly. They're mad at themselves. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So Unbelievable, that's man. That's what it is. Think, well, real quick, think about the, the, the economy, okay? Okay. And the rule of the game is this. The economy, the marketers and advertisers need them to be declawed and defamed, yes, okay? Yes. Because yes. ninety, I mean, because the consumer, they, they, you got to somebody's got to buy the flowers, somebody's got to buy the drinks, the dinners, and right. cake, and all the other stuff. Yeah. So that's what's happening. They'll bring it like in the Matrix. They're bringing the Smith. Yes. They're bringing somebody that says, "I love you, trust me," and all this right. other stuff. But they don't see that they're doing more damage to these young boys. They're really working for women. I mean, right. they, a, a company that's real smart to say, okay, I'm going to hire this guy. Yep. We're going to set him up with subscribers. We're going to have him already fit in. We're going to give him algorithm, all this other stuff. And what we're going to do is we want you to throw these boys off. And, and throw these, uh, make them more emotional. Man, oh and, man. and it's just dangerous, man. That's exactly, dude, that's exactly right. what they're doing. And yeah. it's working, which yes. is right. why guys come after us. Yes. Right. Ay, ay, ay. LZ Cypher, $5 Super Chat, says, haven't been paying my fee lately, so here's a little sum sum. Huge shout outs from Anaheim, California. Uh, Pedro Ariola with 35 Guatemalan Quetzals. <laughs> roughly $4.50. Hopefully you got that right. 
says, Steve, can you expand on being nasty with a girl? Keep up the good work, guys. You are on another level. Steve. Yeah, explain. How do we that. get nasty? Okay, well, again, what guys have to understand is I, I want uh, I want to touch her pussy without touching her at all. That's, okay. that's, the, that's the main thing. Being nasty to a woman is real easy. What I love to do, one of my favorite things I love to do is I like to talk to a woman on the phone, and I like to tell her, you know what? This is what I want you to do even though I'm not around. I want you to turn out the lights. Why? Because if I was with you right now, I'd turn out the lights. And I right, want you right, to right. Put some music on. I want you to put your favorite music on because when a woman listens to her, sa- her favorite music, she's calm, she's cool, <laughs> she's relaxed, Dude, right? So then bitches. after the next thing I want her to do while she's in the shower, I want her to make the towel, whatever she washes her body right, with. Right. Let that be my lips and your tongue. What I want you to do is I want you to explore your body the way you want me to explore it wow. if I was there right now. And then we can share the experience because I want to touch her. So that means every time she's taking a shower, who do you think she's going to be thinking about? Yeah, Even course, if she's pissed course. at me. Right. Right. And, 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 and I got one more. One more. Easter. I, I, now, everybody Easter always, you know, Easter, they go to church or they go to the pick park or whatever. Fuck that right, shit. Right, right, right. Now, what a real motherfucker man does, he'll go to Party City. <laughs> okay. Okay, go to Party City. You get the handcuffs. You get rope and uh, and bandana. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. Right. You go to Walmart and you get a basket, you know, a little kitty-ass Easter basket with that, right. that green shit. Yeah, right. All right, the... so you put the you put the, the handcuffs, the bandana, and the rope on the bottom of the basket. Okay. You put the green shit right there, okay? Okay. And then you go to your computer and you type up nasty shit that you can do to her and she can do to me, right? <laughs> Love this shit. Rip that shit up and put them in the Easter eggs. Put the Easter eggs all over the house. And when she comes over, you give her the basket and let her go Easter egg hunting. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> this is fucking great. It, it let her have fun. Let her right. get the memory of what it used to be like when she was small. Right. Easter egg hunting. But then when she's opening up that egg saying, you got to suck my dick right now. And all Uh-oh. Herself, That's right. Well, what do you think is going to happen the following Easter if y'all are broken up? There it is. She, he's gonna be like, let's go, let's go to Sunday dinner. She's like, damn, I wonder about the bad boy that Dayton gained and made me suck his nuts and shit. I mean, so <laughs> the Easter <laughs> eggs. But what Steve is right, talking about that, is exactly what you right, said. What it's, ne- it's doing stuff it's you've never done before. Yeah, exactly. You gotta that's be what different. I'm saying. Yeah. You gotta be different because she's gonna always be attached to that and think about <laughs> you. And you're gonna be totally different from. She can't find nobody else like. Nope. Drug uh-huh. man. She's gonna look, dude. Five years later, she's gonna see an Easter egg. Ooh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. whoa, wait a minute. Like, what, 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 just came, yeah, what just, what just came over me? Right. They pick up the phone. So, uh, so what you doing? Right, what you doing? Exactly. Uh, Tank five dollars says, Don, is it me or did most simps grow up with sweetheart moms? What do you think? Most simps, did they grow up with sweetheart moms or no? No. The the thing is, I think what happens with a lot of simps is is not that their mom was sweet. Yeah. It was more so that. In general, they just bought they bought into the lie. You know okay. what I'm saying? Of of what women were and what women are, which most of us have bought into the lie. You know okay. what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily just the mom, it's a collective. You gotta understand something. The reason why it's easier for women to cheat and and not get caught and all that other stuff is because a lot of men don't believe women will do that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, not her. Women don't do that. Women are so my girl. No, yeah. not her. No. Right. right. So so that's what I'm saying. Like we we bought into the lie. So what happens is is that the simp is created because they're buying into the lie that society has fed them about right. how women are, about right. how women, uh, you know, view sex, all that other stuff. And this is why they so vehemently oppose us. Right. They're like these guys are full of shit. They don't know. What they don't have. They right. don't have. They have no idea because they're buying into what everybody else is telling right. them. Right. Exactly. And it's an economical thing too. I agree with you. The uh, the economy needs the beta male. I've said this before. Oh yeah, yeah. If every man in America had red pill awareness. And one half of one percent actually 
took part in living the red pill life, living life on their own terms, right. the economy would crash, right? Yeah. Because America needs the beta male. What are your thoughts? Well, see, what a lot of young men don't know is mom is not mom's fault. Mom loves you. I mean, of course. She, moms love their boys different than mm-hmm. men love. So mm-hmm. everything she's doing is out of love. Right. Okay. It's, but the problem is, is that there's no cut as far as the umbilical cord. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, mom, it's, it's not bad for, you're always going to be your mom's baby. Of it course. doesn't matter. I don't care how old you are. You're always going to be mom's baby. She's always going to see you as my baby. Right. Okay. And she's always going to love you. She's going to shelter you and protect you if she can, because that's just how women are. Okay. That's that emotional connection. Mm-hmm. But the problem is with the simp, is that they get in? They get caught up in that connection where they feel okay. Well, you know, I don't want to go out in that big bad world out there because these young boys are never told that the world is an evil place that doesn't give a fuck about you. Right. Because every time they go out that world, when he fall on his bike and scrape his little bitch ass knee, what is mom doing? <laughs> oh, let mommy kiss it. Give me some knee sport and let's go lay down and I'll right. give you some warm milk and cocoa and read your story <laughs> and all that other silly shit, right? right? She doesn't tell him about the real motherfucking world right. and right. she really doesn't even tell him about dad. No. And the worst thing mom does is give fucking bad information. Exactly. Hey, hey, hey. Carl, I always say do the test. Right. Tell your mother, tell, tell mom you love her right. call, hey, all you motherfuckers get your crayons out call your motherfucker <laughs> up and tell her mom i love you and say mom i want to take a girl out what should i do oh buy her dinner right, and Jesus. give her flowers and tell her how beautiful she is oh, and Jesus take Christ. your goddamn jacket off while you slay the fucking dragon no and then then say mom tell me about dad oh he was an asshole <laughs> right. he didn't listen he was this and he was that Thanks, but what is say mom what if he if dad was all that shit, why'd you fuck him? Right. Not only why'd you fuck him, why'd you let him skeet up in that pussy? Right, right. right. Come on, ask How your did mom. I get here, right? Exactly. Ask your mom, right. goddamn. Right, right. <laughs> hey, listen, that's free game right there. Uh, uh, we're gonna go to the phones here in just a second. Geeky Anomaly with the ten dollars super set chat says they are trying to detract from you because if they admit that you are all doing something right, which you are, then they would have to admit that they are doing something wrong. Facts. I totally well. agree. Uh, let's go to David in Philly, who says he wants to go overseas because American women are impossible. My question, you know, is what is going on? With, why are these American women so stuck up and everything? I, I get no, I want to like a comment too, because I get no play out here, you know, I'm short and everything, that's probably what I'm black and, you know, I'm not handsome or anything, you know, woman ignoring me and stuff, it's, and of course I'm picky too, you know, I might just have to go overseas to get a woman or something, you know, I'm going to be picky, I mean, I mean, sorry, if they're going to suck up in there again, because out here in Philly, Philly, that's where I'm calling from, these women are or stuck up in everything like hell. It's probably you know, I'm trying to talk to these women. I mean, I don't, I don't admit I'm wrong. I shouldn't have a car. I don't even. Have, it's like they won't even mess with you. you know, I guess you don't have a car or anything. You know, it's just tough out here for me. Then I'm short too. A lot of women like tall guys. It's like I mean, I I got good game too, but I'm short. You know, it's not cutting it because I'm short. So these, these women are still not feeling me. I'm. I'm All right, Steve. Um, So let me just (laughs) repaint the picture for you. So David in Philly is frustrated with American women. They're stuck up. Now, he's short. According to him, he's ugly. He doesn't have a car. He's still picky, though, right? He's still picky. He ain't got no car. He's probably living at home with his mama. Um, He wants to go overseas to get women. 
What is your advice to young David from right here in the city of brotherly love? He's got to have his brotherly love nuts drop from his stomach <laughs> with all that high, high, and hey, all that bullshit. Hey, all you, the only motherfucking thing you're going to get, David, if you go overseas is a lost kidney or an organ. <laughs> Motherfuckers don't understand. Where did it, where's this rule that a woman is stupid as fuck overseas? Right. Where is this rule that women can't smell your bitch ass coming from a mile away? Every time. Where is this rule that that these women, women know, look, I keep telling, women have what I call a sixth sense. Okay. And they can smell weak motherfuckers, even if they speak in, I don't give a fuck what they say, (laughs) they can smell bitch. Right. Okay? Right. Bottom line. And it doesn't matter where you go. If you can't get them here, you ain't going to get them there unless you get a prostitute. But if you get a prostitute, you better be careful. Because if she take you up in that room, start rubbing your face and make you feel all good and take you up in that room and you wake up in a tub full of ice, you lost a kidney, there's a, there's a bigger game out there, man. Straight up. Yeah, if you ain't got game, it's, it's universally it known. It is universal. Universally known. That's fact. I say this all the time, man. If you can't get laid in America, you can't get laid anywhere. Fuck no. Oh, people, and, and people think, just like Steve says, people, th- like men here, think that getting women overseas is easy. No, no, no. Right. There is a difference. Women overseas are more feminine. They're more docile. Uh, they're more agreeable. But if you're a weak motherfucker, they're not uh-huh. going to be feminine. They're not going to be agreeable. They're not going to be docile right. because they there is no man involved. Right. So what's your advice to David? You think you should stay here or go overseas? Listen, listen, it don't, listen. It's not. It's not where you go. It's who you are. This is this is what right. guys want to say because he's going to go over there and still face the same problems. Listen, I was in Brazil, man, and what I noticed is there's a lot of there's a lot of prostitutes in Brazil that's like, hey, you know, uh, it's going to cost this much for this much. Guess what? I had sex with two prostitutes and didn't pay them no money. Right. You understand there you what go. I'm saying? Yeah. So meaning that they, I had one of the, one of them actually does porn. You feel what I'm saying? Wow. So she came up to me. You understand? We was talking. We had I had sex with her. Didn't pay her no money. The other girl, she she doesn't do porn, but she was a prostitute. Had sex with her. Didn't pay her no money. No money. You see what I'm saying? But so, but the reason why is because I can also have sex in America by meeting a girl and paying her no money. So right. if you're if you're a trick here, you're gonna be tricked there. <laughs> if you're not a trick here, you don't need to be a trick there. So it's it's not about where you go. So his problem is he's gonna go through the same issues because if he if he's like, hey. I want to go overseas. Why waste your time when you could just trick here? If you're going right. to get a trick, just trick here. So it's like guys got to get out this fantasy like they're going to go overseas and they're just going to be the king of bitches. I'm like, it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. That's, <laughs> the, that's the problem, though. It's the, it's the cult. Somebody's telling them that I went overseas and I got pussy. Right. So that means you can go overseas and get pussy. And they don't know what that motherfucker did. He probably MGTOW bad. Dictionary. Yeah, uh, yeah MGTOW Dictionary uh, pays for <laughs> prostitutes in Amsterdam. Um, listen, David was making excuses for himself. I'm short. Women want tall guys. If you don't have a car, women ain't trying to holler. Listen, man, what that told me is that he just doesn't have a shit together. He's living at home with his mom, right? And he expects women to just throw themselves at him simply because he is a man. Oh, but he's got good game though. Remember (laughs) he's got good game. He's got good game, but he still can't. I don't even understand what he's talking about with that shit. Listen, at the end of the day, David, it's just like these two said, if you can't get laid in America, you're not going to get laid anywhere. You got to work on yourself and you have to don't do it for women. You have to do it for yourself. As Steve always says, women are a perk. They are not a necessity. They're a very nice perk. They can certainly elevate your life, but they are not necessary to life, especially just sex. Jesus Christ. 
Pete O'Neill asks a very uh, interesting question on uh, my Patreon. He says, if you became red-pilled while married, does it look different for black men versus any other man? My woman does not act like the typical black female, but she comes from a family of terrible black women, including her mom. I'm trying to reclaim frame, but I have overcome years of beta training and black independent woman teaching. This is always an interesting question. I'm going to come to Locario yes. uh, with this one first because <laughs> we, 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 we've, we've, we've both dabbled in the black manosphere, which, by the way, is a fucking joke, and you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> but there is a white manosphere and there is a black manosphere. And if we're keeping it all the way real, we as black men, black people, we live in a different America, right? right Things right. are different for us. Right. I'm not going to go George Floyd, uh, you know, Michael Brown. Right, I'm not right, doing all that. Right. But in, in, I guess within the context of red pill awareness, how is the game different for black men with red pill awareness than non-black men? Right. Well, the thing is this. Everything's going to be different for a black dude. Right. Period. You understand right. what I'm saying? And no matter what situation you're in, because understand that when you're black, you're not a human being. And what I mean is, is that, for example, a white guy can just be a white guy. He can just be an individual. Right. If I say something, I'm saying something for all black people. Right. You right. understand what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, I'm right? I'm every nigga on earth. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. so, right. so now I'm not allowed to have an opinion. Now, oh, so that's what you all think, right? Exactly, right. right. So if I say something, it's, something it's like, you know, everybody thinks this way or I shouldn't say this because, so it's, it's a hard thing to do. But in, in, in relation to, I think this question was about like him, him dealing with his woman or yeah. dealing with a black woman or whatever. Yeah. The thing you got to understand is, is that, because I always hear guys online complain about, and black men complaining about black women. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? That's been done my, to right. death. My thing is this, right? I've been with more black women than I've been with any other race of women. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The only time I had an issue was with black women is when my game was weak. There you go. Just like I had an issue with white women when my game was weak or Asian women. It's the same thing. Right. So the thing is, is that, if you're if you're dealing with like for example, I remember uh, shout out to Alan Roger Curry. He did a video. He's talking about look, black women have treated me like a king. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So based off of your level of game, no matter what race the girl is, you're gonna be treated a certain way based off your level of game. So if your right. game is weak, women ain't gonna shit on you whether they're black, white, or not. If your game is strong, women are gonna want to fuck with you and be with you whether they're black, white, or whatever. You see what I'm okay. saying? So so a lot of guys don't get caught up with the the whole black and white thing. Right. Figure out what's going on with you so that when you're dealing with these women, you can get the proper amount of respect, cooperation, and all that other stuff, no matter who you're dealing with. You understand? Now, with that being said, understand, you got to understand something. Uh, black women, just like black men, are in a different type of position in society yes. than any other race. Now, understanding that you as a black man, you got to be at a different level to when you're dealing with any woman, black, white, or whatever, you say, if you're going to deal with me, you got to follow these guidelines, period, right? I can help you and upgrade you to that level. But if I'm talking to a black woman and she's has some sort of attitude or energy, I'll try to upgrade you or coach you. But if you're not willing to do that, then you got to move the fuck on. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what it is. So it's understanding it all. Like my dude EO always says, it begins and ends with the man. You feel what I'm right, saying? So that's right. what it is. That's also what Steve says. Right. The game is not about women. The game is about men. So what's your opinion on this? How does the game and red pill awareness and dealing with women, how is that different for black men than non-black men? Or is there a difference? It's never a difference. Okay. The problem, I think what a lot of people do is they do the worst thing. They judge a woman 
off of what somebody else's experience is. Sure. Right. So they make his their experience that person's experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they never look at that motherfucker and ask the question of, when did she check your bitch ass and took you for your motherfucking lunch, right? <laughs> right. Never right. did that. They just want to hear the sob story. See, as a man, I judge every woman on how she treats me. Okay. I don't give a fuck how she treats you, Lucario, right. Bigfoot, Sasquatch. I don't, give a fuck how, how the fuck, I don't give a fuck how she treats y'all. She ain't going to treat me that way because I have a demand in myself right. that if I see you, look, I'm, I'm a great, I'm an unselfish lover. That's something that they don't, they don't know about that shit. Right. Very unselfish lover, but I love to have fun. I can make you smile, laugh, blush, think, react. Don't take my kindness for weakness. Right. I know you're going to test me. Right. I know you're going to test to see if I'm a man or not. See if I the mask. I get all that. But I'm going to judge you off of who you are to me. Right. Not who you are to a YouTuber or somebody else. That's the problem. They're, they're always going to say all black women are mad and all of them are like, you know what? Maybe they are to them motherfuckers, but they ain't to me. Okay. They're not to Lucario. Right. They're not to you. They're not to EO. They're not to Alan Rodgers. They're not to none of these motherfuckers that are real men in the motherfucking game. Sure. Why? Because we have a standard. We are the fucking standard. And either you're going to come in and ride on my bus or you can get the fuck on and go through, your, go through that goddamn door. But that's what makes us, quote unquote, Pookie and Ray Ray in their eyes. Right, yeah. right. See, the regular black man thinks we're Pookie and Ray Ray because Pookie and Ray Ray don't give a fuck. Right. Pookie and Ray Ray <laughs> can walk away. Right. Pookie and Ray Ray say, fuck that pussy. I can get motherfucking you right around that corner. Right. And then there's no evil black women like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I love you. I'm on my period. Just give me all that bullshit, <laughs> right? But when they get with weakness, see, that's the problem. Yeah. These black men are weak. That's why they're getting treated like bitches. Because it's not the woman doing it. They're allowing the woman to do Preach. it. This is actually something. Listen, man, I'm telling you right now. This is actually something I had to learn myself. Right. Because when I found the red pill, I didn't just wake up and all of a sudden decide I am no longer dating black women. No. Right. For me, it was just a natural progression in my overall game. The better I became with women, the more invisible black women came to me. Now... This isn't to say that black women are any less valuable, but let's keep it real. Woman for woman, black women are more masculine. Black women wear the fake, I mean, it's just it, the fake hair and the fake nails and all that. Are there beautiful feminine black woman, women? Absolutely. But I think a lot of guys, especially black men, they, they bag on black women so much because they love them. There's a content creator oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the name of Obsidian who does nothing but complain about black women. And the reason why he does is because he wants them, but they don't want him, right? right, right. And so I think a lot of guys who say, well, I'm not dating black women anymore. I didn't make some sort of declaration. I've written articles about why I don't date black women, but I didn't make some grandiose gesture. I no longer know this has just always been who I am. But it's just like Steve said. And this is what I had to learn. I, I I thought I was one of those guys. I am not gonna date black women because of X, Y, Z. Well, at the end of the day, I had to look in the mirror and be like, you wanna know what? You wanna know why I got shitted on by these women? It's because I was weak, right? right? right because guess right. what? When I acted like a bitch, black women shitted on me, white girls shitted right, on me. Exactly. Amazing, oh, amazing how that works, right? right? right. <laughs> now, there are certain people who have a certain type. Some right. black men just are not turned on by black women. Some white guys are not turned on by white women. So I think I think type has a lot to do with it, That's too. too. Right, right. But listen, dude, uh, the, the women I'm turned on the most by are Latinas. Dude, I fucked more fucking Mexican girls in Vegas than Pablo fucking Escobar. Escobar. I mean, I swear to God, that they, they, I mean, it's, it was, it was out of this world because I'd never been with like Hispanic girls. Dude, I'm in Vegas. I'm like, oh my God, there's fucking Mexican girls everywhere. And they're smiling at me. And so they quickly became my type. You know what they say? Go where you're sort of wanted. Right. Well, again, and here's another thing about black. Well, we got to keep it real. 
a lot of black women, they're looking for Pookie and Ray Ray. They're looking for that hood nigga, man. And we got a lot of decent black men out here who want a decent black woman, right. but they end up chasing Pookie and Ray Ray. But guess what? White girls do the same thing. Instead of going after Bob with the $40,000 a year job and the Toyota Camry right. and the 401k, they're chasing after Chad Thundercock or Kevin in sales or Dave, the unemployed garage band guitar player who may or may not live in a storage unit. Right. It is literally the same thing across the board. So it's just like right. Steve said, it's not really about race. It's about weakness. Women Women will treat you the way you allow them to. Right. And it doesn't it doesn't matter what the color of her skin is. If you are weak, she is going to shit on you. That's, At the end of the day, that's, that's that. That's true. That's how that goes. Um, James has a question. It says, do, uh, do any of you believe that gangster rap hip-hop culture is one of the main factors contributing to the detriment of black youth, or are there more prevalent factors? Lakari, what do you think? I mean, that partly has to do with it. Because okay. you got to understand that... Um, Everything that you hear and see and experience goes into your subconscious mind. So you got to understand that that also plays a part in it. So, you know, a, a lot of uh, the, uh, the mainstream hip hop, you know, over the past couple of years or whatever, it's, you know, kill, 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 drugs, drugs, murder, drugs, murder, 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 all that other crazy stuff. So that's going to definitely have a, 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 a part in it. You understand? Even though uh, a large percentage of the hip hop buying audience is white. But, yes. the, but the white person could look at the black person and just fantasize and be like, yeah, that's just some fantasy stuff. But the black person, the black young boy, he's going to internalize that and be like, that that could be me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, And they also internalize that as manhood. So even when we was just talking about Pookie and Ray Ray, the reason why women are attracted to that because that's a symbolism, symbolic gesture of manhood in the black community. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And so that's going to make that guy seem more masculine. And that's going to make him seem more attractive. Because that's glamorized, right? right? Exactly. See, because hip-hop culture, see, this is the thing about black culture is that we don't, and I don't know, I guess that perhaps the same could be said about white culture, but specifically with, with black culture, decent black families, it's not exalted. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like you know what I mean? Because that's not what it, you know, they don't want, nobody it's wants to It's unbelievable. Like, nobody wants to, <laughs> listen, nobody wants to fuck with Frankie, who's making $80,000 a year. Who drives a forklift? They don't want to right. fuck with him. No, they want to fuck with that nigga Nico, who might have a deal with you know with Murder Inc. Entertainment, and might no no no. They don't for whatever reason. It just seems that women just crave instability until, of course, they're not hot anymore. Now all right. of a sudden they want stability. What are your thoughts on hip the hip hop culture? I guess contributing to the demise of the black community, or is that the issue? Well, hip hop to me, like it's all entertainment. Like yeah. even okay. you like. I always tell guys, even on YouTube, don't believe me. See it for yourself. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And I think when you look at hip hop, they don't. A lot of people don't realize they rent the jewelry, they oh, rent the yeah. girls, they right. rent the house, right. they rent the Everything lifestyle. Is on it's lease. All, yeah, it's yeah. all on lease. It's all not. It's not real. It's it's all hype. It's 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 all entertainment. Right. So these young men, because there's no compass in dad or there's no compass in a man to say, okay, look, enjoy. Look, hey, son, look at that little night fight, right? You know, daddy, fuck that little ass. You know, talk shit to his son <laughs> right. while he's watching it. They automatically assume because it's on TV, it's real. Right. I.e., if it's on YouTube, it's real. Oh, Jesus. If it's on the internet, <laughs> it's real. So they think it's real. So they like, I got to be this way because that's what's going to get me that woman. Because I got to portray this. So, and again, even with women, as far as, the, like, for me, as far as Pookie and Ray Ray going all that shit, yeah. and it's just fucking all women. I don't give a fuck what cut green bitches. I don't give a fuck what the fuck. Whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. She can say whatever the fuck she wants. See, the problem is too many guys are focusing on what a woman wants. Mm. I want a good man. I want this, and I want fucker wants. Mm. 
She's never going to tell you the secret of the Krabby Patty sauce to that pussy <laughs> and her goddamn, her needs. Right. And nobody touches on her fucking needs. She's right. not, if she gives you that away right. and lets you know what she needs, then she'll be, fu- her, her pussy look like chewed up meat because she's fucking everybody all right. over the place. So don't focus on, don't, when it comes to the gangster rap, don't focus on the entertainment. And when it comes to women, don't focus on what the fuck they want. Fuck they want. They can want whatever the fuck they want. Right. But they need a real goddamn man. Wow, Rats. he said uh, Krabby Patty sauce, man. In the pussy. Yeah, in the pussy. yeah, yeah he, took, he took it. He took it. He took it. Way, he took it way back. Okay, uh, le- we're gonna go to the phone lines here. We're gonna go to Lost Boy, who tries to explain to us why he likes non-sexual companionship from women. Hit it. They call me Lost Boy, and I am from Los Angeles, California. I'm referring to the show that you said the guy friend zoned himself and you wanted to know about his male friends why he's not sleeping with these women my situation or my practice is exactly the same as that guy i have female friends and i use them for companionship to hang out um why don't i sleep with them one one was ugly one is fat and married and she totally wants to sleep with me. It's, it's, she tells me constantly, and I, I say no. And then there's another friend who, um, very, very beautiful, very pretty, but I don't want to sleep with her because she's had too many boyfriends. That's the, the honest truth, and I'm not a... They call me Lost Boy, and I am from Los Angeles. And that uh, when you switch the scene, it'll, it'll stop. So, all right. So, um, so right at the end there, he says, there is one woman who's beautiful, but she's had too many boyfriends and I don't find that attractive. So what are your, what are your thoughts, Steve on, because again, there are men like this who claim to use women for companionship without sex. What the fuck are we doing, man? Well, I want to say the lost bitch. Not boy. <laughs> That's some weird shit. He doesn't understand women know the game where they can play it, yep. where he thinks he's in control, where he's losing control. It's like a Pinocchio Geppetto thing. His problem is, show. listen, I always take things back to nature. Right. Nature doesn't Facebook, Instagram. Show me a lion that hangs out with a fucking zebra, okay. and I'll quit the game. Because, they're, they're, <laughs> because we're not supposed to be friends with the food. I don't right. want to be friends with something I want to fuck, but... What he does, he's trying to cheat the game. Yep. Because he's hanging out with fat, fugly-ass women thinking he's doing shit, right? And he ain't doing anything. And then on top of that, that pretty woman that he's trying to get with, what is he saying? She's got a lot of guy friends, right? That's his excuse, right? Yeah, well, you don't know. You'll never know a woman's count unless she's a porn star. Right. I mean, unless you have a porn a fan of her porn, you you could count the motherfucking dicks at that point, right? Well, but sure. a woman's never going to tell you how many dicks she's had. Wow. But because she had a boyfriend, what the fuck does that got to right. do with anything? That's just an excuse to not want to fuck women. See, that's yeah. the, see, this is that feminine shit. My name is, I mean, I, hey, listen, if we can hear bitch in his voice, <laughs> do you think? Uh, I'm lost, boy. I'm lost, boy. Yeah, right, right. I always say, if your pussy is tighter than hers, she is not going to fucking respect you. And is he, he's got a tight fucking pussy right there. Yes, he does. Uh, you might even call him virgin, yeah, to be virgin honest pussy. with you. Yeah. <laughs> tight ass pussy. Oh, my God. Look, all right, what are your thoughts, man? This guy, and again, he's justifying hanging out with women, right? right. Well, <laughs> listen, the fat bitch wants to fuck him. Oh, oh, she, oh, she, oh, yeah, she wants to fuck me. Right. 
But the beautiful woman, according to him, has had too many boyfriends. He doesn't find that attractive. What's wrong with that picture? First, I want to say this. I want to say, mark my words. I want you to come back to this video in, a f- in maybe five, ten years. <laughs> There's going to be guys out there who are straight sucking dick. Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you. There's going to be dating coaches out there saying, guys, forget women. Just start sucking dick. I'm telling you. <laughs> because this is, this is where it's going. Because, th- see, guys like this understand that what they're doing is they're trying to rationalize their, their, their failure. Bingo. Right? And, That's and, it. And also understand this. A woman and a man being friends is just two people lying to each other. Ooh. Understand that a woman, because what the reason, and I said this on one of my other shows, that a woman is an, uh, friend zones a guy because she wants to live the illusion that she's likable. Okay. Then a woman is, a, a guy is in the friend zone because he wants to live the illusion that he's actually not a loser. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So they're both lying to each other. So they're not being honest. And this is this is where the, the, the man and female friendship goes down. So this guy, he's lying to himself saying, oh, she has all these boyfriends and all the other stuff. That's just an excuse for him not to make moves. Yep. Because he's scared of getting rejected. He, he feels that that hot girl is not going to want him. Yep. He knows the fat girl wants him, <laughs> but he doesn't want her, but he's using her for validation. <laughs> Woo. See what I'm saying? Wow. So it's it's a bunch of psychological games. Mental going gymnastics, on right, man. Exactly. Yeah. They're not being real with each other. You see what I mean? No, so it's, absolutely it's not. Listen, there, there's a difference between, see, girls can get put in the friend zone just right. like guys. Mm-hmm. You see, for the girl, the uh, I'll put it this way a guy in the friend zone is the girl who's the side bitch, right? Mm-hmm. The girl who's a side bitch, she wants the commitment. She, listen, the girl who's a side bitch get all the dick she wants, right? It's the commitment she's after. Right. The guy who's in the friend zone wants the pussy. Right. He can get all the companionship he right, wants, exactly. but he wants the pussy. Right. Girls don't want to be the side bitch any more than guys want to be in the friend zone. Exactly. And just like you said, they're 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 lying to each other. Uh, listen, Lost Boy... Um, you need to keep it real, man. Like, you want to <laughs> fuck this woman? It's okay to say. See, what he should have said is, hey, guys, um, there's this girl, and I want to fuck her, but I think I'm in the friend zone. No. Instead, he would have us believe, well, I put myself in the friend right, zone. I like, I like this. I don't sleep with her because I'm not attracted to women who have had too many boyfriends. Yes. I'm above that. This is where guys go wrong, is they lie to themselves. If you want to fuck pretty girls, just admit it. If you suck at it, admit that too. Right. I can't help you if you're dishonest with me. I, there, there's just no way. I, there's nothing I can do for you. There really isn't. There really isn't. Exactly. Too many guys like this. Um, another patron, patron question says, in one of Steve the Dean's interviews from the TSR archives, I have written down a quote in crayon, of course, he says, <laughs> regarding haters. He says, quote, the thing that is so beautiful about them is they want to beat us so bad that they just want our attention. That is all. It sucks being them, and they want to be us. My question is regarding the current state of the Manosphere. Is it time for successful Manosphere content creators to ignore the haters before fissures deepen further or take the rap battle, rising tide lifts all boats route of beefing to increase interest and possibly growth through entertainment? Wow. This is, listen, I'll I'll go first on this. This is the problem with Nigatube, right? <laughs> this is the problem with Nigatube, man. Listen, we got we got niggas in the black manosphere, which again is a fucking disaster. All these niggas do is beef, yeah. right? Right. It's this guy said this and this guy, like mm-hmm. that's all they do. Right. And I've been the target of some of these guys, Go but ahead. I'm still kicking their fucking ass from here to where the fuck ever. Right, right. 
But I think that's part of black culture. And I think I think it's a historical thing because in black culture back in the day, they used to play a game called the dozens. And it was sort of friendly banter. Your right. mama's so fat. Yeah. She jumped in the air and got stuck. Everybody right. laughs. And then you go back and forth. Then right. they had the rap battles, right? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be good natured, but it was, it, it's to kind of kind of crack on each other a little right. bit. That's what I think that these guys over at Nigatube, they think they can build audiences doing that. Right. One Nigatuber has been singing the same tired tune for five years and doesn't have any subscribers. One Nigatuber buys 10,000 subscribers every time I get 10,000 subscribers, right? <laughs> and so clearly you see that it isn't working. So to answer this guy's question, should we stop just ignoring the haters? The answer is yes. Should I have cooked Obsidian? No, but I'm not sorry that I did it, right? That's part of my emotional insecurity. Probably shouldn't have done that. But I agree with this guy. I think in order for people to take us seriously, we can't. This is why people don't take O'Shea and Obsidian seriously, because all they do is bitch about other niggas, right? Mm. Like you were talking about that whole homoerotic thing. It's like if you're talking about niggas all the time, do you really like women? So so, so I think, listen, this guy has a very good point. I think that if, if somebody comes after us, just fucking ignore it, rise above it, and keep going. What are your thoughts, Steve? Well, I, I think it's it's great when I'm called a coon, mm. um, when I'm called a <laughs> Uncle Tom, and they, man. and they don't even know Uncle, they ain't got to do the history on Uncle Tom. Oh, Uncle no. Tom was a great man. Yes, Uncle he Tom was. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> but I, I, I find that great, but the problem with the content creators is that they need you and all, they need all of us. We're the heir because yes. they can't come up with original mm. content. Bingo. That's the thing. Lucario original. Right. You original. Me original. All these, a lot of motherfuckers that we fuck with come up with original content. You can't, if when you don't have anything to talk about, you got to talk about somebody. Right. And, and for me, you know, I, look, I, I give no fucks and I take none. I, I'm like, I, I don't care. I, I, I don't even have a thought of what somebody's saying. Because yeah, just, I wish I just, had that. I'm just I, that's because, a deficiency of mine. I'll just admit it. But, I just cannot stand when niggas talk shit about me when they got no reason to. Like, but, what are we doing? But what can, I can't go look. If if I was that bitch in the ring where I go yeah. to the TV screen and get and whip your motherfucking okay, yeah. all right, then then we gonna do something. Sure. If I can't get my hands on, well, I bet I'm trying to criminate myself. I'm not nonviolence, right? I'm nonviolence, but. <laughs> If I can't get my hands on your motherfucking ass, what's the point? What's right? the point? Yeah. But see, but see, okay, you have you have your side. Sure. See, I have an evil side too. Mm. See, I don't go after the content creator to talk shit about me. I'll find his mom, his sister. <laughs> I'll find his where they work at. Hypothetically I, speaking. I, uh, Hypothetically. <laughs> allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Yeah. Like, well, anyway, let me let steer that back. Let me let me let me let me roll that back. Yeah, we're just saying. We're just saying if the purge was ever real. Yeah, if the purge. There you go. This would be I know where I'm going. Exactly. I know day one. So, but but they niggas. I don't I don't involve myself in nigga shit. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because niggas can only do nigga things, and niggas ain't doing shit. How can you learn from a nigga, but only to be a bigger nigga? So yeah, fuck man. that shit. I, I don't yeah, that, again, this is this is a deficiency of mine, man. I will I will freely admit that I have fallen prey to this every once in a while, man. See, my thing is this, you know, I just need motherfuckers to stop stealing my shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, stop stealing my shit. Oh my goodness! And this is the thing I say about the haters. That's that's what annoys me is that. If you're, you, uh, these guys will steal your shit and then hate on you on some 50 yes. shit. You know yeah, what I mean? right. So that's the weird, that's one thing. Two, what it is, is as far as responding to them and all of that, my thing is, is that they're not important to respond to. So 
usually what I'll do is I only respond to ideas. When I hear people say things that I know is complete bullshit, yeah. I'll respond to the idea. And there I'm not go. attacking necessarily the person. But the person usually thinks I'm attacking them because they're, you know, they got issues and they solve, right? So now they'll come and attack me for talking about the idea. You see what I'm saying? And so this is what I see a lot of times. And the thing is, I usually don't mention a person's name unless I respect them, meaning it's a positive ah, thing when I'm mentioning right, your name. Right, right, so right, if right. I don't mention your name, that usually means I don't respect you. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So I'll talk about your ideas and be like, yo, this idea is bullshit. And the reason why I talk about the idea is because, and why I don't say their name is because when people are watching, I don't want to give them any form of extra promotion. I don't even care if the person is is yeah. it has, is more popular than me. Yeah. If I say a person's name and one person goes see their video, I don't want that to happen. So when I'm talking to that person, because they always watching me. Of course. I want them to know that that video that I'm talking about is the audience can view it, but it's really between me and the hater. Okay. So that okay. they know I'm talking to them and they know I'm talking to them. But I'm not going to say their name because their name's not important and I'm not trying to bring light to their name. So my thing is, as far as, I feel like some things need to be addressed, but at the same time, they're not that, it, to not make them the important thing. You see what I'm saying? Because they within themselves, the reason why they're hating is because they already have issues within themselves. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. have to wallow and deal with their issues on their own. I'm not trying to validate them by even saying their name. You okay. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I, like, I don't even want them to even think that I respect them enough to say their name because a, a lot of these dudes that hate, especially on YouTube, these motherfuckers are frauds. Yes. And, and, oh, and yes. truthfully, the thing is, I'm, I'm very disappointed also in the audience because this is what I learned. Let me tell you something. This is the, the main thing I learned about being on the internet, marketing on the internet. The thing that I learned the most is that most people are idiots. Yes. And, I was, I, and the thing is, I thought people were smarter than this. So I'm like, how are you watching this guy and you don't know that he's an idiot? Right. Like, how do you not know the guy you're watching is a fraud? Right. How do you not know this? Right. You see what I mean? Right. So that, that's the crazy part with me. I'm just like, I don't get it. See, I wish I had his his discipline and introspection, but I think I, I think I know why I don't. I have what's called PTND. This is post-traumatic nigga disorder. Okay. Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. Since um let's go with 15 years old. 15 years old is when I first became a civilian. I, I was right. raised on military bases. My parents split up. My mother chased some crackhead nigga in Detroit, left us with our dad and all this other kind of stuff. Of course, I got issues on that, but that's neither here nor there. The very first time I was a civilian was North Carolina, right? That is, I mean, it's not the deep south. It's not Alabama, but it's, it's, it's deep into the south enough to where when other black kids hear you talk, they kind of look at you from like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, what's wrong with right, you, right? right. So I got, I got picked on. I got made fun of a lot in school because of the way I talk. Now, when I got to college, all that disappeared because everybody is from everywhere. As soon as I left college, it was the same type of nigga shit. When I went to work, and especially, it was, it, it was ridiculous. So when I came to YouTube, and I guess the, the manosphere, the black manosphere, I thought, okay, some time has gone by. It's been 30 fucking years since right. this stuff has, has happened to me. Right. Maybe people have wised up. Maybe right. people have wised up. It's the same shit. <laughs> it's the same shit. It's the same type of niggas talking about the same nigga shit. Right, right. And, when I, and, and you know, it's, it's funny. It's not really about Obsidian and O'Shea for me. It's about all them niggas back in the day who used to, who, 
Donovan's a, a sellout. He's an Uncle Tom. He's a coon. He's this and that and the other. He's soft. He's this and that and the other. So I guess they're sort of they're sort of getting the the the, the shit into the stick on my part. But I do know one thing. I do know that they watch me, right? Oh, of course. So so you know I take I take solace in the fact that I'm kicking their kicking their fucking ass. And oh shade, please. I know you're gonna beat me to hundred thousand subscribers. All you have to do is buy five thousand more subscribers, and I promise you, you will beat me there, Obsidian. You will never ever fucking get there but it's the it's the post-traumatic nigga disorder me going in on those guys and a lot of guys are like dude leave those guys alone listen i know that's probably the right thing to do but i dude i am sick and tired of these same ain't shit niggas coming after me for the same shit they came after me for when i was 15 years old and i'm gonna tell these niggas what i told y'all last week look at me now niggas what <laughs> listen i'm listen i'm trying to i'm trying to tell the i'm trying to tell these people man you have to you have to understand, man, is that there are always going to be people that are going to try to uh, that are going to try to tear you down. Yeah. And a lot of people say, don't hold grudges and this and that and the other. And you can't live with this. Listen, I hold grudges and I sleep really fucking good at night. <laughs> Anytime my name is in their mouths, I'm going to cook the shit out of them. But on some re on some man shit, you guys are right. It, 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 does, it does them a disservice to sort of give them clout because right. that's, that's content that they didn't come up right. with, right? So this is something that I got to work on. I have to sort of look within myself and be like, all right, Donovan, you got to leave this petty bullshit go. You've won this battle a hundred fucking times. There's no need to keep rubbing it in their face. But then this nigga keeps putting my name in his mouth and I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm still, wait, I'm still waiting for an apology. From who? A lot of niggas owe me an apology. Wow. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. If, listen, if they would just email me, hit me up, be like, Mr. Hey, fam. Hey, I got you right. I'm sorry for stealing your shit. I'm sorry for, I'm sorry <laughs> for stealing your swag. Love it. You understand? I'm sorry for talking all that bullshit that I knew wasn't true. I'll be like, we cool. You know what I'm saying? But until that, I'm like, I, I can't respect you. See, you like, you're a better man than I me. I can't respect them. You're a better you man than me. So, if any one of those dudes would be like, oh, Donovan, I'd be like, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm holding that grudge to the fucking grave. Red Pill Mike, $20, says, I have zero female friends. I used to friend zone myself if I was trying to bang a woman with a boyfriend or husband. When she said he lets me have my guy friends, I moved on if I don't make her bang, if I don't make her bang radar in a few weeks. Um, let us go back to the phone lines. Let us go to Mike in Los Angeles or Mike in California. Go ahead. Hello, Donovan. My name is Mike. I'm from California. I just watched your most recent video about the mindset that holds men back. And I think there's a lot of truth to what you're saying. I appreciate the fact that you're putting that out there. But recently I fell off of it and got mentally mushy. That is the best way to describe it. I don't know what happened and I've been trying to get it back and trying to restart myself, but I just can't seem to get it. What, what do you do to keep your, not to keep yourself motivated, but when you lose that path of discipline, how do you set yourself back on it? That's my question. Thank you. Okay, it's it's with you all the. <laughs> it's with you all the time. Okay, manhood is with a man. It's, 
You can never t- you're on you. This is twenty five hours a day, eight days a week, and even on Sunday. Okay. There, there is no how can I get back because you never were. Okay, you you were never there because if you were there, you would have been riding that wave. Go. But the, this is what I call guys going with the current. A lot of guys go with the current, meaning that they want the easy way out. They don't want to do the work and all this. They want to get all the shit that real men get, all mm-hmm. the pussy that we get. But they don't want to do the work that comes along with it. They don't want to do the grind. They don't want to go through the rejection. They don't want to get their ass kicked. They don't want to go against the current. And okay. I always tell guys, man, look, stop looking through the fucking window. Right. Because when you look through, the, like I always say, when you look at the window, you only see a light, light vision of yourself, an image okay. of yourself. But who's ever on the other side of that window will see you as a whole. And he's okay. lying. The thing is, like Kari was always saying, all we always say. These guys lie to themselves too much to say I used to be yes. because a man is not a used to be. Right. It, it, it doesn't that doesn't even make any sense. You'll never hear you or you or Lucario or any. I used to be a man and you know I, I I'm off today and how do I get my manhood back, motherfucker? I'd punch Lucario in his goddamn head. Y'all heard that shit? I, uh, okay? I love that motherfucker. That's my dog. But he's like I'm the bad boy. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah, that's my boy, man. No, but I'm just saying at the end of the day. Manhood is something that you don't get back because you never lose it in the first fucking okay. place. Okay. Right. So what's your advice? How can he, I mean, how can he get back on track, so to speak? Right. And well, well, the thing is, like, like it's kind of like basically what Steve was saying, but it's just more so the awareness. You understand? Yeah. Most guys, see, the problem is the reason why they lose their way is because they're, they're going away from themselves. You understand you what I'm go. saying? They right. start doing things that aren't in their character. They Ooh, start, they you, start you know, becoming attached to certain things, people, places, events, circumstances. And then they're like, oh, well, I, I, like you ever hear people say they, they're with a girl, for example. They lose the girl and they say, oh, I can't live without her. And I'm like, bro, oh you was God. living without her before you met her. <laughs> what you about? See what I'm saying? So it's not that you're losing your way. It's that you are going away from who you originally were. Okay. By trying to get a bunch of nonsense, trying to get all the cars, the money, the girls, and thinking that's going to make you something. You understand? But you don't yep. realize that you are something before any of that. And so that's, that's where the confusion comes in. So you got you to gotta get back to the essence of who you are, and then everything is going to fall into place how it needs to be. You know I, mean? I understand a little bit about what he's talking about, and I'll, I can only talk about my personal experience, but anytime I go through a slump in Vegas, because for a while, my life was all about pussy. If I didn't get laid in two weeks, something was wrong. Right. Now, eventually, I grew out of that because I had to figure out, oh, wait a minute, pussy isn't everything, and the rest is history. But anytime I used to sort of lose my mojo or lose my way or go into sort of a slump, I would do what's called going into monk mode. And what I would do is I would fly to Reno for a week, right? I'd get off the grid, turn off my phone, go hang out with some friends in Reno. And I would come back to, I'd go back to Vegas after a week, maybe two, just kind of depending on what the circumstances were. And I always hit the ground running. I was always kind of refreshed. So my, my advice to Mike in California is maybe try to hit the reset button. Listen, turn off your phone if you can for a week. Don't check any email. Deactivate all social media. Dude, live in the gym. You know, crack open a book. Like, you know, I mean, when's the last time, you know, you actually cracked open a book to, you know, feel the spine of the book? Just kind of try to sort of hit the reset button. I think that that, I think hitting the reset button for a lot of guys would be a lot more beneficial than they might realize. Um, All right, so let us go to the very last question. Uh, This is from Maxwell. He's from your neck of the woods. And apparently he knows a wife who has an OnlyFans account. Go ahead. 
Hi, good afternoon, Donovan Sharp. My name is Maxwell, Max from New York City. I just have a question regarding Instagram hot wipes. Uh, I came across this uh, profile on Instagram, and she has pictures with her husband, and they claim to be very happy. She's claiming to have, have an understanding husband. And she always also has an OnlyFans account, and she always posting sex pictures of herself, and she also has a business. So she claims she's very successful, have a spa, a beauty spa. At the same time, she has pictures with her husband from Paris, Australia, and Brazil. But she advertises herself out there with uh, topless pictures and being on OnlyFans, being on, on all those Snapchats. Uh, if you want to see more of me. So my question is, what kind of marriage is this? Uh, sh he looks like a high-value man. He looks like he's a very wealthy guy. And um, she uh, always put in sexy pictures out there. Uh, so I'm kind of wondering, uh, what kind of man, what kind of guy is this? And what kind of woman is her? If she, she claims, claims to have a very understanding husband, that I can post sex pictures. He doesn't care. And... Uh, she also claims not to go out with any guys on Instagram. She always claims to be very faithful to her husband. So that's my question. Kind of wondering what's going on. I hope it could pick up my accent. I wasn't born here. But uh, thank you very much, sir. And God bless you. You will go. You are a gift from God for us. And thanks uh, for the Red Pool content. God bless you, sir. Okay. Um, so the one thing that he said, the one thing that he said that got my attention was, but... Her husband is a high value guy. He's rich. He has money. And again, and again, and listen, Maxwell, this is a very good question, but guys, got, guys are going to have to understand that money does not make you high value. What is the problem with that thinking? Number one. Number two, what kind of man lets his wife have his OnlyFans? Well, see, money doesn't make you a man, number one. That's right. Okay, number two, I would ask Maxwell, why does he give a fuck? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Why, it's why, not why, his why, wife, right? Yeah, all he, all I hear is is like he's on stalking this fucking woman, <laughs> telling us her all her whole. How does life. she? How does he know she has an OnlyFans? Is he a member? Well, right? not only that, right. but he is like he must have dug down deep and kept following her life and seeing yep. and everything that's going on with. Like he wants to fuck her. He wants. He's obsessed with her. Or something that's number one. But see, I used to as an ex gigolo. Here's what a lot of guys don't understand: mm -hmm. is that you don't know. What's going on behind closed doors? That's right. You don't know if that gets him off having his wife show her titties and ass on OnlyFans. Mm. Or you don't know that if he was the bitch in the relationship, that he has no choice but to let her do all this. <laughs> right. So you're, they're, they're asking all these questions. Right. But again, you don't know, motherfuckers. You only know. I always say the iceberg. You only see the tip of the motherfucking That's iceberg. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't know what right. motherfuckers are doing. So what's going on in their life, that's something that they agreed on, or he has no choice, or she's running the shit. Mm -hmm. But it, but when it, here's the problem. It goes back to the high value. What makes him a high value man? Because he's got fucking money? Shit. He's a bitch. And if, 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 he's, if, he's, if he's really a man about his shit, and he's into this, like maybe he's tricking her out. We don't. We don't know right, what's right. going on. He might be the pimp, right? He might right. be. The, we That's just don't know. Cobra Tate. That's what he does. Cobra mm. Tate is a millionaire. He has 15 hot girls live with him. He says, listen, you want to take pictures with Lamborghinis? You want to fly in private jets? Have an OnlyFans account. I get 100% of your, of your money. I provide you with a lifestyle. Mm. He, does, he assumes that she's doing this of her own free. Maybe she doesn't have a choice, right? What are your thoughts? 
Well, see, this is this is what happens when dudes don't understand game. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Because <laughs> there it is. You gotta understand. There it is. There, like Steve was saying, there's things that's happening behind the scenes. So there's a bunch of different reasons as to why this is happening, that's happening, why this, you know, why that's going on. And the thing that's confusing the caller is, and again, like I said, he, you know, it's a society thing. He has the simp mentality. So he's like, but wait a second. Why would a woman do this? And what kind of guy is going to be with a woman who's doing this? Because she's showing off all the goods. And that's supposed to right. be my vagina. And earlier when I was talking about my boy who was saying, look, it's just sex. The husband could be like, listen, wait a second. We making freaking 100 grand a month off OnlyFans. So hell yeah, take Bitch, the pictures. Might, yeah, and, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if that was, if, listen, if I'm in a situation and it is a woman I'm with, and I know we can make a hundred grand off of OnlyFans. Shit, bitch, you better on OnlyFans. show them titties. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Show them. So that's the thing. So dudes, a lot of times they're thinking emotionally. You understand? Yeah. And it, and again, and, and a lot of guys' emotions are tied to sexuality when it comes yes. to women. Yes. So and we were talking about that at the top of the show, man. Exactly, yep. and that's yep. and that's why he feel he's feeling a certain type of way. It's confusing. It's like, but wait a second, but how are you allowing this, or how are you comfortable with this? Because it's like you're giving away my stuff. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. That's what that, that's how guys think about it. You know. Yeah. Listen, man. Just like it's just like Steve says. We don't know what is happening behind closed doors. Right. All he knows is that a wife is putting spicy pictures on the internet. Right. He assumes that she, that that she's doing it without her husband's knowledge. Right. 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 He assumes that she is doing it in spite of what her husband wants. Just like Steve says. He could be pimping her out, man. Exactly. If listen, her lifestyle might be funded by him. He might have actually told her, "Look, bitch, if you want to, if you want to stay coming to Sao Paulo, Brazil, if you want to come to Paris with me, you got to get naked. Like you got mm-hmm. to start paying your way." Exactly. And just like you said, man, money does not make you high value. I think a lot of men really need to get that out of right. out of their minds. Uh, big shout outs go to uh, Solo TV eighty four who is in the chat along Solo. with Myron Games. Solo. Solo TV eighty four. Uh, Myron Gaines is also Aaron. in the chat. But that's uh, actually your picture. His right, picture right, right behind right, you. Right behind you. Right. Yeah. Uh, we've also got uh, Jonathan from Modern Life Dating who is also in the chat. So shout out MLT, to those guys. What up? What up? Yo, yo. Um, so Jane, uh, we got a couple of super chats here. Um, give me one second here. James Young five dollars says I've been through the same Donovan. I always say you're still in the bucket with the other crabs. Real talk. Real talk. Um, Red Pill Thor with the five dollars super chat says super fan super show fantastic guest. Love the new format. Learned a lot from you OGs over the years. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, this was fun, man. Uh, yeah. This was a lot of fun. Uh, finally getting to meet you in person for the first time. Um, I probably told you guys this behind closed doors, but I'm planning on putting on an event in Las Vegas. I know I've told you. Yeah. Definitely going to tell you. Um, that's probably going to be like late spring, early summer. We'll be long past the COVID stuff. Dev and I are going out there to do some uh, to do some recon. I would love for you guys to be there. Yeah, yeah, um, I plan on doing a, a Sunday night show called The Seven Live with all seven of us no, on no, the no. panel. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, Lucario, tell the people where they can find you and your material. Yeah, so definitely, guys, make sure you find me. Go to badboymembership.com. That's a place where you can get 45 through 90-minute audio and video dating advice tutorials every month. Also, I have my documentary on there called yes. The Game Kings Documentary. Myself and Steve is in it, and we have a, a bunch of other guys in there that spit heavy games. So you can go to badboymembership.com right now to watch it. The official release date is Black Friday, November 27th. There you go. So you guys can you know check it out then. But if you want to check it out right now, go to badboymembership.com. 
Also, make sure you follow me on Instagram at, at @realmrlocario. So I'm telling you, the documentary is crazy. It's the first ever documentary on game that has ever come out. Period. You know okay. what I'm saying? So you guys should definitely check that out. You know what I'm saying? Steve, tell the people they can find you, man. Hey, first off, again, is I, I appreciate you even having of course, me here. Of I appreciate Lucario, uh, April. Hey, uh, even hey, even though girl back there, what's up? <laughs> yeah, no, man, I appreciate all you, but no, um. Chat room dogs, you know where to find me, themanmindset.com. Uh, we have dating shows. We have cooking shows. We have a dating chat line where women play with their pussy. If y'all really want to talk to them, we try to do everything we can to bring women to you, man. So if you need help, go to themanmindset.com. Uh, and when you go there, look, don't believe me. Uh, be skeptical. Listen to all the testimonials. See the see the women I, who I made play with their pussy live on the air with just my fucking fingers and my motherfucking mouthpiece. And you'll see that we motherfuckers like me, motherfuckers like Donovan, motherfuckers like Lucario, the motherfuckers we fuck with are the real deal, man. Uh, yes. Um, you guys all obviously know where to find me. Uh, tomorrow's episode of The 7 is going to be very interesting. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting. We're, listen, we're roasting another broad who goes in on Kevin and who? She, I, dude, she tried to go in on Kevin and somebody. She's talking a bunch of shit about Kevin Samuels. The bitch is 357 pounds. I don't know why she thinks we give a shit about what she's talking about. But if she wants, if she wants attention, guess what? You going to get it. That's how that goes. Uh, that is going to do it for this, the third episode of One-on-One uh, -on -one with Donovan Sharp, season one. Next week, I will have Sea Boogie. And Solo TV 84 right here That's in studio. I might even have Kevin Samuels here later on this week. Stay tuned for that. I'm still working on Tommy Sotomayor. Thank you, Steve Lucario, for joining That's me today. Uh, That's going to do it, and we are out. Peace, peace, peace. peace, people. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description.